So I want you to check out this video from our, you know, great ancestors, Muhammad Ali and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Because in this short clip, you're going to see just something powerful there. Let's roll that. What did you discuss back in the hotel room? Nothing, just friends, just like Khrushchev and, and uh, Kennedy and <laughs> everybody. When they, people, all of the politicians of all other white races come together and they, although they believe different, they think different, whites can come together and discuss the common cause. But whenever a few of us come together, the world is shook up. And I say, whatever went back there is our business. Reverend King, do you agree? Oh, yes, yes. We had a very good discussion uh, on uh, many matters. And of course, these are not things that we would discuss here. But uh, we do have common problems and common concerns. And above all, as uh, Muhammad Ali has just said, uh, we are all victims of the same system of oppression. And even though we may have different religious uh, beliefs, uh, this does not at all That's bring right. about a difference it's in terms brothers. of our concerns. Right. Do you share the same, one more question, do you share the same concern uh, that uh, Muhammad has for his draft status? Oh, I certainly do. Uh, my, my views on the draft are very clear. I'm against it. And I think the sooner our country does away with the draft, the better it will be forever. The reason why I stated that this clip to me was just very powerful is a couple of things that I saw in this video. Number one, you saw two brothers coming together in unity because we have that issue sometimes that, you know, oh, I don't like his personality. I don't like this. I don't like that or whatever. Dr. King was a Christian pastor who fought for his people. Muhammad Ali, he, you know, is a Muslim brother. He definitely was outspoken and fought for his people too. But they came together because, listen, we have the same issue, same problem, same oppression, same common enemy, the white supremacists. So we need to work together with each other. We don't need to be against each other because we have religious differences. You say, listen, you believe how you believe, I believe how I believe. That's fine. But when it comes down to what's real, we got to come together. And one thing about black Americans, we are united. I have been told by many Africans on the continent that black Americans are the most unified group in the diaspora more than anybody else. And the reason why we're so unified is because we had no choice. We couldn't divide on where well, you, this ethnic group, you, this tribe. No, no, no. We in the belly of the beast. It don't matter if a person's Muslim or Christian or whatever they want to be. We are black and we are under attack. And that's what binds us together versus in the continent, people divide based on, you know, different ethnic groups. Now I will say my brothers and sisters in South Africa, they will be the closest Africans to understand our fight because they went through apartheid. You guys think about it. 1994 is not too long ago where apartheid ended. I will say on paper, because financial apartheid in South Africa has never ended. I seen it with my own eyes. They're still fighting to get the land back into black hands. You still have a lot of the Boers owning land over there, even though you have a black government. And a lot of people are saying, you know, Hey, we need to transfer that land to the hands of black people. You understand what I'm saying? because it's only right. You cannot have, you know, the ending of apartheid and it's not a transfer of that wealth that was stolen from black people that's in South Africa. So from my travel, South Africans definitely understand us a lot more than any other African group. That's hands down. And South Africa is the number one African country. They watch our platform more than any other African country. And shout out to my brothers and sisters in South Africa.
But the other thing they talked about was keeping the folks out of our business. You know, as that reporter, well, what do you guys talk about? They always want to know what we're talking about, what we're saying behind the scenes, what we're saying on social media. Now, this channel is called African Diaspora News Channel. It's self-explanatory what we talk about. We cover news that covers the African diaspora all over the world. We're still trying to add more pieces to make sure we're covering every part of the diaspora. That's our focus. And yet, the same reporter that's there asking him what y'all talking about is actually right here watching this video as we speak. Hello, how are you? And they're gonna watch every video, they're gonna listen to every podcast, they're gonna look at every post because they gotta keep up with what we're saying, what we're doing. We having conversations about what's happening to our community. We don't even talk about what they're doing, really. We don't get involved with it. There's many stories that may come my way and say, oh, look at this happened. I'm like, I mean, that's nothing to do with the diaspora. So I, I mean, yeah, that's not my issue right now. I got to cover with the stories that that's not being covered. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying so, but many of you talk too much. And what I mean by that on social media, that's the way you talk too much. You tell all your business, you tell all your plans, you give explanation. Remember, you know, a few years ago, they was talking about banking black. Okay. You're saying, Hey, we need to get our money and put it in some of these black banks. I remember seeing in the comment sections, the folks go into the comment section and say, well, don't you think that's like racist to want to bank with just black people? And I seen y'all, I'm not saying people who listening today, but at that time, I'm seeing people literally give an explanation of why black people should bank within their own communities. I'm like, why are you giving an explanation? It's like, you're not talking to mass on the plantation, but yet a lot of you still have that mentality that when they show up and ask questions, you got to give an answer. What Muhammad Ali expressed here is none of their business, what we talk about. Some of you go to have certain meetings with black people, and you want to bring phones and record. And that's why when them folks having their meetings, they got special people that say, hey, the phones go over here. Nobody recording, nobody taking pictures. We, we discussing some real business here. This is what we got to do. For our, this is what the think tanks like to do. No, you know there's no video come out of these think tanks too much unless someone sneaks something in, think about that. Why? How, how are you going to do certain movements in your community if you're blabbering it out? And the moment you blabber it and talk, then that's when you can get sabotaged. And then you can't talk around all, all anybody, period. Not even certain black folks you can't talk around. Because really, some black folks will sabotage you way before the folks will. That I will tell you from personal experience. So I've learned the power of keeping my mouth shut. A lot of plans that I have. Nobody knows I won't discuss it. Unless to my inner circle, who I discuss those plans with. And that inner circle is extremely small. You understand? Certain, certain visions I have, you know, you cannot tell people all your business. Because sometimes you even can create an enemy by telling people your business or your plans. So understand, even the scriptures teach, it's a time to speak and it's a time to be quiet. And there are times that you don't speak about what plans you have, what's happening in the community. There's certain things that I don't discuss on this platform because I know it's not just the African diaspora listening. So certain things I will never discuss here, but I may discuss it at, you know, at a certain event where I, I can see who's all in there. 
then I, I can say certain things, but I would never just wholesale say certain things on this platform. No, it's way too many ears listening, ear hustling and everything else. But understand what our brothers just show unity and knowing how to not talk about our inner community discussions. But y'all, let me know what y'all think about our brothers here. You know, a shout out to them. Like I said, we need more brothers, uh, uh, you know, fighting for the community. Like these brothers, you know, you may not agree with everything, you know, that these brothers may talk about, whatever, but hey, I'd rather see a brother like Dr. King, a brother like Muhammad Ali any day. That would be a breath of fresh air to see.